0: March is National Sleep Awareness Month. Adequate sleep is a cornerstone of better long-term health. As you know, I'm a big proponent of CBD to support restful sleep, a real breakthrough in herbal products. The CBD brand that I take personally and recommend to my patients is Plus CBD from CV Sciences. Their natural wellness line... CBD Calm and CBD Sleep combines well-studied ingredients offering non-habit-forming options and natural sleep and relaxation support. CBD Calm helps ease tension, soothes irritability, and contributes to a greater sense of contentment through a blend of plus CBD's award-winning full-spectrum CBD plus L-theanine and 5-HTP. CBD Sleep aids occasional sleeplessness with CBD plus melatonin, as well as soothing magnolia bark extract and relaxing lemon balm so you can get the rest you need and wake up alert and focused. Both products are backed by science with clinically researched active ingredients. To learn more and to order, visit pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman and use coupon code Hoffman30 for 30% off. That's pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman. Welcome to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. One of my favorite subjects is chocolate, specifically the health benefits of cocoa. You know, there's a bunch of things that we thought were bad for us that ultimately turned out to be good for us, uh, namely coffee. Coffee uh, contains uh, useful polyphenolic compounds, turns out uh, may protect the body rather than uh, exert harm. Uh, So, uh, also tea, tea is something that uh, we thought, well, too much caffeine, uh, might be bad for you, Uh, lots of health benefits. Uh, Joining the pantheon of uh, healthy beverages is cocoa. Cocoa also, of course, uh, comes to you in the form of uh, uh, high-test dark chocolate. And today we're going to talk about uh, chocolate and specifically the benefits of cocoa. Flavanols with Alan Frost, who's founder of Flavor Naturals. Flavor Naturals, uh, one of our good sponsors, but uh, Alan is very, very knowledgeable on the subject of the benefits of cocoa. And so uh, let's do a deep dive on that subject. Alan, welcome to Intelligent Medicine. Thanks for joining us today.
1: Oh, thanks, Dr. Hoffman. It's, uh, it's great to be back, and uh, I appreciate the invite.
0: Okay, because there's actually we're not going to rehash uh, you know the same old stuff because there's actually some really important news uh, on the subject of cocoa flavanols, uh, namely that uh, the FDA, which is very very stingy about allowing claims health claims for natural things. Uh, you know, it, it, it's very hard to make a health claim about a vitamin or supplement other than in the most uh, vague terms. Uh, when it comes to foods, uh, the FDA does allow some wishy-washy, what are called uh, qualified health claims for things like fiber. Uh, grudgingly, they allowed a health claim on uh, fish oil uh, and a few other things. But, uh, you know, you can count on two hands the number of qualified health claims they have allowed. But uh, share with us the exciting news on cocoa Flavanols Alan.
1: Yeah, no, I, and I think that's spot on, Dr. Robin, there, there's very few for cardiovascular disease. So like you said, like omega-3, some, um, nuts, I mean, but, but, but very few. But uh, anyway, it's very, you know, it's very exciting. So on February 3rd, the FDA, uh, approved a qualified claim for, uh, cocoa powder, um, that it can help prevent cardiovascular disease. And um you know this is a big deal. we've been saying it for a while, and the data certainly supports that um, but it's uh, you know coming out out of the FDA um, it's uh, uh, you know it's it, 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 it's great to see it's gratifying it gives people you know even uh, even more confidence about the benefit of, of cocoa and
0: indeed and and that is based on uh, a bunch of research that has uh, recently hit you uh, Namely, uh, something called the COSMOS study. Now, that's been out for a little while and it took uh, a while for the FDA to acknowledge that study. But uh, the results were pretty robust in terms of cardiovascular protection, right?
1: Very robust. So here, here's the interesting thing about the, the, uh, the FDA guidance. So it was based on a submission uh, from five years ago. Oh, okay. so, uh, so it predated know, the a study. A
0: yeah, it even it even predated the, the latest, which is even more spectacular proof.
1: Yeah, it, it, it predated the study, and it was based the the, the submission was based on a um, consumption of 200 milligrams of cocoa flavanols to uh, a day, which, as you know, is a, is a pretty uh, you know from the recent studies, that's a pretty low level of of cocoa flavanols. Um, and uh, so all, all the more impressive that the FDA you know still still granted uh the uh, the the claim but had they looked at other data including cosmos and some of the more recent studies that are using higher levels of cocoa daily uh it, it may have been even even stronger uh, but um yeah no it's it's very very impressive the um uh another interesting thing about the the claim itself is it, it wasn't for dark chocolate per se. It was for cocoa powder that has uh, flavanol levels, so high flavanol cocoa powder uh, that has flavanol levels of four percent or greater. So it was standardized to use-
0: the to this important active ingredient because I, I mean, I guess a lot of people the takeaway might be great. You know, I'll go out and have a Snickers bar or you know Cadbury uh, milk chocolate, and uh, it's going to make me healthy and. That's not really a fair extrapolation of what the data says.
1: No, and, it, and, it, and it, in fact, it's very limited. So, you know, you cannot make this claim unless your uh, cocoa powder has a 4% um, uh, level of, of cocoa flavanols. And in fact, the average cocoa powder only has about 1%, and then, you know, dark chocolate quite a bit less. Uh, so that's, uh, um, yeah, so that, that, that's very important and it, it increases, you know, again, awareness in the educational level around cocoa flavanols. Um, but there's, there's very few cocoa powders that would actually qualify, uh, for, you know, for this health thing.
0: Well, being that the evidence was already suggestive of a cardiovascular advantage to consumers of high flavanol cocoa powder, uh, what does the Cosmos study? Uh, of last year add to the to the argument
1: yeah so the cosmos study is you know is, is, you know in my mind it, it's, it's one of the best if not the best study really of any 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 supplement or nutrient um that's ever been done i mean it's uh 21,000 people placebo controlled you know over over a five-year period so um it's it's hard to match you know that 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 level of, uh, of study quality, you know, across all supplements. But that, that, that study remarkably showed a, a, a 27% reduction in cardiovascular death, um, in the, in the group, uh, in the active group versus the placebo group. And, and when they further looked at, um, people that said they, they actually, uh, consumed the flavanols as, as they were directed in this study, which is really the, the most relevant group, that number increased to 39%. So over uh, over, over that uh, five-year study, um, the uh, th- that group had a 39% reduction in cardiovascular death uh, versus the placebo group. And, um, you know, th- those numbers kind of held up, uh, you know, across major cardiovascular events as well, which, you know, would include MI stroke or cardiovascular death, and those were down about 25%.
0: I should be pretty well set up then because uh, sitting in front of me is my uh, cup of uh, reheated uh, decaf coffee to which I added a scoop of your uh, flavour mix, uh, the performance cocoa powder, uh, which delivers 900 milligrams, the exact amount in the study. Uh, so if I consume that on a daily basis, uh, you know, one hopes that it would confer similar benefits.
1: Yeah, no, I think you're in great shape, and, and we know you also exercise quite a bit, and uh, and you take your omega threes, and uh, so I think uh, I think you know you're you're in. Uh, I'm, you're in I'm good loaded shape to bear, shape.
0: for yeah. so to speak. Okay, uh, so so but let's go into a little bit if we, to the extent we understand them, uh, the rationale for why something as you know uh, tasty and appealing. Uh, as as cocoa could have cardiovascular benefits. I mean, we have a tendency to think of chocolate as uh, a risk factor for diabetes, for cardiovascular disease. You know, it makes you fat. Uh, people uh, get addicted to it. Uh, so, how is it that uh, there's a there's a plus side to cocoa consumption? What what's the mechanism?
1: Yeah, no, this is fascinating. And um, when I started to, to look at um, you know the benefits of cocoa flavanols uh, seven eight years ago when we were thinking about um, uh, st- you know starting the the concept for you know starting flavanatrols was was being uh, d- developed. Um, you know my my first question was you know what you know is is this is all this data real you know can, can this uh, can chocolate can, can the high flavanol cocoa uh reduce cardiovascular disease, can at the same time have cognitive benefits, um metabolic benefits, like you, you mentioned uh, blood sugar, um you see skin benefits, mood benefits. It it almost um in my background as a biotech, so it, it almost seemed unreal. Like uh is, is is this data real? Um but what digging into it um in terms of mechanism, it, it really simplifies the story quite a bit uh and that flavanols it's very it's, it's pr- pretty simple they they increase the flexibility of our arteries and vessels so they they work on the the nitric oxide pathway like like beet, beets and, and some other uh food groups but uh in in a, in a very robust way and they increase the flexibility of our arteries and vessels uh improving blood flow and so when you do that uh you're essentially you know you, you're lowering blood pressure a little bit, uh, it, it, lowers cholesterol a little bit, it lowers blood sugar a little bit, and all these things, um, impact, uh, you know, our cardiovascular health, actually impact our cognitive health, uh, the skin, you're, you're improving circulation, uh, you know, at the, at the skin level as well, which is thought to, to be responsible for some benefits um, in that area. So it, it just it all comes down, like you said, it it comes down to this mechanism. And when you understand the mechanism, all these other benefits really make a lot of sense.
0: I, I noticed something when you mentioned the name of the company, and I've been I think I've been misspeaking because I keep saying flavor naturals, but I know to say cocoa flavanols. But so but actually the pronunciation was with a soft A, flava naturals right so it's the cocoa powder is called flava mix am i correct in saying that yeah
1: yeah yeah kind of a play on on flavanols um but you know it's funny because when we we started uh the company Um, I would say, and still, right, three out of four people probably call it flavor naturals, and uh, that's okay. You know, sometimes people mispronounce the name of a company, and it's like, you know, it's like, oh, no, I didn't anticipate that. But in in this case, uh, it has a positive connotation, so it's not something that, uh, you know, (laughs) I certainly get upset about.
0: Well, it has a connotation that it has good flavor, and that's certainly exactly. uh, the case. Exactly. Uh, you know, I tend to put a little uh, stevia in with the uh, the decaf and the cocoa powder because that uh, makes a you know it takes a little bit the edge off the high test cocoa flavor. Uh, so, I, I think there's some other elements to the story, though, because in addition to boosting nitric oxide and promoting circulation, there are all these beneficial chemicals in cocoa. Uh, cocoa is almost it. It, it was the Aztecs ter- named it "food of the gods," uh, you know, in their uh, ancient Aztec language, uh, because there was something special that was used in religious rites. Uh, there's actually, uh, from what I understand, there are certain uh, natural chemicals that boost brain function. Be another mechanism besides improving cerebral circulation. That there are andamides, which are uh, similar to where they work on the cannabinoid system, kind of a feel good thing. Uh, there are other chemicals like PEA, which have uh, also a, a, a beneficial effect. And and there may be a little bit of caffeine in there, too. Is there some caffeine uh, in, in these formulas, or is, is that? Yeah, we'll no, find out.
1: I think- I think you're a hundred percent, you know, correct. And, um, the caffeine that yeah, I mean, the, yeah, there, there is caffeine, uh, as you know, in, in chocolate and, uh, and cocoa powder and our products have a comparable amount of, of caffeine, um, you know, versus other, other products. So about 25 milligrams per serving mm-hmm. in the cocoa powder and, and a little less in the, in the bars. So, you know, maybe a quarter cup. Of coffee but uh, it, it's it's funny because a lot of people do have feel like energized mm-hmm. uh, by you know by uh, um, both the bars and, and the powder but uh, you know I think some of that's driven by caffeine but I think some of that is you know uh, theobromine um, and just flavanols themselves right. uh, can have that impact but I, I think it varies by, by person.
0: And theobromine literally you know bromide uh, or beverage of the gods, right? It's from, uh, from the original uh, Greek, I think. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah. there you go. Uh, so uh, the other thing is, is athletic performance. And, you know, I'm taking all kinds of things to maintain my athletic performance to prevent, uh, you know, premature obsolescence. And one of the reasons I take the cocoa flavonol, I often take it before workouts, you know, a long bike ride or, you know, a strenuous uh, bout in the gym, uh, is to enhance my performance. And it it seems to give me a boost, uh, and and partially that's the result of the circulatory benefits. But I, I think there is some actual research that shows that it does enhance performance, and it's one of those things that's a legal performance enhancer, right?
1: Absolutely absolutely yeah there's some there's some studies i'd like to see more and that's something that um you know we're we're looking at now um of course you could look at um you know circulation and flumated artery dilation right you're getting better delivery of oxygen and nutrients tired muscles so naturally it it makes a lot of sense right you 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 show that you improve the flexibility of your arteries it's just natural you're going to get more oxygen and nutrients where you need it but Um, there's a good study, uh, by, uh, Patel, uh, et al, um, showing a a pretty remarkable improvement in cycling performance, uh, in a, in a time trial. Um, there's a few other studies and, um, you know, but it it, did, studying performance is a tricky thing, especially when you're, you're, you're looking at top athletes because, you know, like for a miler, right? Like if you're looking at a miler and, and you can tell them uh, and they start taking flavanols and their time improves by, you know, 0. 0.3 seconds. Exactly. Uh, that's yeah. really important yeah. to them. But how do you, how do you demonstrate that in a placebo controlled trial? You know, because you, it's hard to, uh, it's, 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 it's not easy to do because there's a lot of factors that impact performance. And again, for that top athlete, that 0. 0.3 seconds is all, you know, is very very important you know for somebody like me you know I'll get a lot more
0: <laughs> indeed um, so I you know I guess for one uh, note is that perhaps for caffeine sensitive individuals uh, you know I'm not one of those but some people are exquisitely sensitive you may want to limit your consumption to earlier in the day I usually take it earlier in the day and but if I take it later in the day it doesn't bother me um, there are also uh, for those who prefer bars, uh, you have a nice assortment of bars. The bars, you know, do contain uh, some carbohydrate. They do deliver some carbohydrate calories because there's sweetener in them. Uh, can you tell us about the, the bar options?
1: Absolutely. So we've got uh, three flavors of the bars. So we've got a classic, dark. They're, they're all 62% uh, cacao. Uh, but we've got a, a classic dark. We've got a roasted almond and Himalayan pink salt, and we have a blueberry flavor. So they're all, they're all delicious. I I, I tend to rotate uh, through the bars, and there's um, the, the bars are. We move to the larger size. Uh, they're they're about uh, two and a half servings per bar, and each serving has 500 milligrams of cocoa flavanols, which is really, um, you know, where you want to be. To, to start getting some of these, uh, you know, cardiovascular benefits, uh, so, that, that we spoke, spoke
0: so, about. So, so wait, so the bars, how many servings per bar?
1: So there's two and a half servings two and a half per serving, bar.
0: So, so if, so if you have like half a bar, which is, you know, a dessert serving, because it's hard to just break up one little piece, quite honestly, because it's so good. Uh, I'll have that as a, yeah, yeah, a yeah. treat you know, at the end of the day. Uh, that'll give me, I'll be pretty much pretty far along in terms of my optimal intake of the 900, you know, maybe halfway there with that. And, you know, admittedly, there's some calories associated with that. If you are on a keto diet, if you're really hardcore about um, not consuming any carbohydrate calories, then you'll want to take the flavor Mix uh, performance cocoa powder. And, and, you know, if you want to sweeten it with uh, a non-caloric sweetener, uh, fine. But, um you know, like stevia or something like that, or monk fruit. Um, okay, so uh, to to garner the oh, benefits, you know what, Taco? Sure, go ahead.
1: Sorry, sorry, I just, uh, uh, I just wanted to share something. You know, we talked about performance a little bit. So sure. uh, recently, we've actually seen uh, in more more endurance athletes, um, and you know, as, as well as uh, uh, athletes, including professional football players. Um, really jumping on the on the Flavanol bandwagon. And I'll, I'll tell you, we, we, we don't, we, we don't have the official rights. But I can tell you one of the two Super Bowl teams, the uh, teams playing in the Super Bowl, uh, actually uses the flavan at their um, at their smoothie station.
0: Wow. I'll, and I'll presume it's the winning team, but we won't we won't out them. Okay. Okay. <laughs>
1: Because you'd have to you'd have to pay, like, pour.
0: extraordinary pouring rights <laughs> for the endorsement, right? But you can say on the QT, right? I, I know how that works. Um, okay, so um, what's interesting about this is that, you know, we talk about the immediate effects. Uh, but, you know, let's say you take a new field, you know, that's good. But then, like, eh, you know, uh, it, it, it didn't, you know, light up my life. I, you know, I didn't run a three-minute mile. Um, okay, okay. Uh, you know, onto the next performance enhancing or, you know, cognitive enhancing thing. Uh, but what about the chronic effects? Is it something that builds? Because I'm pretty, I'm pretty faithful about making sure that I get, uh, a good amount of cocoa flavanols into my system every day by hook or crook. You know, there are various ways to get it in, you can put it in your beverage. You can put it in a, in a smoothie. Uh, you can make a dessert out of it. I make a, a chia pudding. Out of it, and I add some flavor mix. That's a good way to get it into me as a dessert. Uh, you could sweeten it with a low-calorie or non-calorie sweetener. Um, what about chronic use?
1: Yeah, no, that's that's a, a great question, and we get that all the time. Um, it, you know, the, you know, even starting with acute, is there any benefit with juicing just once in a while? And the answer is, the answer is yes. Uh, but what happens with the um, with cocoa flavanols? You you'll get your peak impact about two hours after consuming your cocoa flavanols, and then about six hours, it's going to be mostly out of your system, and uh, and and you lose that th- those benefits. So there is some benefits. Um, the if you you know the easiest thing to look at is you know how much does it increase the flexibility of your arteries and vessels. And so uh, there's a lot of good studies on this, but it, you know, if you take a scoop of flavomix, right, and you, you have it in your your, your your coffee, you make a nice mocha. Two hours later, uh, the flexibility of your arteries will increase by approximately 25, percent mm-hmm. which is pretty significant. But then again, you know, six hours later, it's going to be mostly back to to baseline. What happens if you if you if you uh, consume Flavanols on a regular basis, on a daily basis? Uh, there's this mechanistic build, build, um, within your, 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 your body. And by week three or four, uh, that your, your starting level on week three or four. So, so say your flexibility of your arteries was six, six percent on, on day one. And then, uh, and then, you know, on that day one, you took your flavanols, and then, you know, your, that six percent went to seven and a half percent. So it improved 25%. Um, but then it fell back down. But if you do it on a daily basis, what happens is that, you know, at that week three, your starting point before you ever consume your mm-hmm. cocoa flavanols is already at about 8%. So you're already, you know, 30%, 35% higher than that, that, that day one. So now, it's
0: sort of like a preloading effect over time, you know, like, like with, you know, other nutrients. They,
1: exactly. And you'll, you'll always get that incremental bump uh acute bump that day of you know so so even though my starting point's you know 33 you know a third higher than it was i'm going to get a little bit of that incremental bump and that's going to get you know that's going to get me from a third to you know 40% or 50% um on on that particular day but uh the, you know the key thing is that you know after 3 or 4 weeks that you're you have that sustained higher level of arterial flexibility in many cases you're getting to that level, you know, where 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 you were maybe when you were 18, 19 years old, mm-hmm. um, and that's uh, and and that's why you know you see such profound um, cardiovascular and cognitive benefits uh, over the long term, you know, when you when you consume daily.
0: Great stuff. All right, we're going to pause because we divide our podcast into two parts. In part two, I want to consider what uh, some people consider. Uh, a caution flag on consumption of dark chocolate, uh, which is uh, based on a recent Consumer Lab uh, uh, headline that suggests that uh, unacceptable levels of cadmium and lead may be present in common chocolate brands. You know, that, that's a true concern. Many of our listeners have weighed in with questions on that. They're wondering if uh, that applies to uh, the products uh, that are part of the, the, Flava, the Flava Naturals. Uh, brand, so we'll we'll tackle that question when we return. Our guest is Alan Frost, founder of Flava Naturals. I'm going to get it right from here on in. Uh, this is the Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman.